At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone but not just anyone alma is there to help you find the right fit visit helloalma.com therapy 30 to schedule a free consultation today that's helloalma.com therapy 30 this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. And folks, week seven looks to be good. Pretty, pretty. Good. Joe, where would you like to start? <laughs> Dude, this slate's going to be really good. I love these games. There are a lot of games where I'm looking, I'm like, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for that one. I can't wait for Eagles Dolphins on Sunday night. Ravens Lions is going to be a lot of fun. Chiefs Chargers. We'll see how the Chargers end up looking tonight. That's going to be great. Hmm. Biggest change that we've seen. You know, I love it that the books are like, we got to post numbers, man. We got a lot of competition out there. We don't know the starting quarterback in like five, six games. Don't care. We got to put numbers out there right now. And they're doing it. And they're just going to adjust. They'd rather take the bets and then adjust. They'll figure out what the right number is. And they know the majority of the bets aren't going to come in until the last 48 hours before the game kicks off anyways. So that's that's interesting. One game flipped. One game flipped from the look-ahead favorite to the current favorite. Jacksonville was a favorite at New Orleans, minus one and a half. And now New Orleans is a one-point favorite. Why did that happen? Is that just Trevor Lawrence questions? He left the game. Is it just Jacksonville? They won. They put up 37. Not impressive. Home fields? I don't know about that. That's like, I'm trying to figure out why why do you guys think that changed? It's the Trevor Lawrence news. Uh, Ian Rappaport uh, had a tweet saying that Lawrence had an MRI on his knee. Currently described as day-to-day, a source said the belief is no major injury for Lawrence who finished the game. Quick turnaround for Thursday, but the hope is he's okay for that. So there is that aspect. And the other thing, too, is the Jaguars were in London for a couple of weeks, then came back to play a game, and now is on a short week. And I wonder if all of that travel and all of that running around eventually adds up, especially if Lawrence isn't 100%. So did they opt out of their option to take the bye then? Everybody is so far. These early ones? Yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering if they regret wanna... that now. <laughs> well, look at that game. So not only do you have the Lawrence injury, yes, they've scored 37 points. They scored 37 points on 233 yards. Like, that's almost impossible. <laughs> so people are taking taking a look at that for sure. And it, it, it was turnovers. That's 
the story of the day. A lot of turnovers in that one. But yeah, people are selling hard on Jacksonville. I just have a hard time buying on New Orleans. And that's, I I agree. Like, yeah. When you Google the Lawrence situation, believed to have avoided major injury, no major injury, all the headlines. Perhaps he he's they figure out a way to have him play. And as underdogs, I kind of like the Jags in the situation. If he can go, maybe they just run the ball more. I guess they are thinking the Saints defense. Perhaps. Uh, The number has fluctuated even a little bit in the time that we've been on the air. Uh, I've I've seen Saints at minus one and a half on BetMGM. Currently, it's at minus one right now. It is interesting, Mm -hmm. though, with a total of 40, we have seen bad Jags games. So is it something where this Saints defense, knowing that Lawrence is 100%, just keeps throwing pass rushers at him? And yeah, he's notorious with those quick passes. But if, say, they're covered even just a little bit, uh, or they're able to achieve some quick passes because this offensive line, not that great, they can't contain five, six pass rushers. If that's the deal and Lawrence is on his tail a good bit, then you're going to a backup quarterback who maybe can't get rid of the ball as quickly. This is something that could very well get out of hand, especially being played in the Superdome. Yep. It's going to be interesting. You know what else is interesting? As we talk about all these unders hitting 12-2 and on the week so far, we got three totals in the 30s. Three in the 30s. Welcome to preseason football. In week seven. Week seven preseason football. Like the first month, we're expecting that a little bit. But not at this point. It's going to turn, I think, but we aren't anywhere close to seeing it. Uh, Vegas, Chicago, totals 38. Maybe two backup quarterbacks, Hoyer and Badgett. Cleveland, <laughs> Indy. Is it going to be P.J. Walker against Minshew? Another possible battle of backup quarterbacks. Total is 39. Oh, this is Why so Why isn't that on Sunday night football? Should be. Can we flex into it? <laughs> Can we yeah, remove let's flex into Walker and uh, Minshew? Come on. Get your Get together, Miami, league. Philly, out of here. Give me either yeah. Vegas, Chicago, or Cleveland, Indy. 100% out of the time. Of the time. Yeah, I mean. that controversies we got to sort out. Tariko? Uh, Atlanta, Tampa Bay. That's a 39 and a half. Man, these totals. It's I understand over 60% why people are going to only consider unders, but you know it's going to turn at some point and just how maybe it's an over adjustment. That's that's the question. Is it an over adjustment? We do have one two games in the 50s. Got Chargers Chiefs at 50 and Dolphins Eagles 52 and up. Early thoughts on Dolphins Eagles are kind of like the Dolphins early thought here as underdogs against this Phillies, our Phillies, Philly Eagles team that seems to uh, be missing Shane Steichen a lot. I mean, they haven't been that impressive. We just talked to JLC about it. Jalen Hurts struggling, the interceptions, and maybe they bounce back. Of course, they're at home, but getting Miami as a dog? Let's let's not forget. Let's not forget that the Eagles didn't have Jalen Carter or Darius Slay yesterday. Like mm-hmm. those are two very impactful players on their defense. Like Carter's been, he's been so good. He like, he's kind of a game wrecker and it's mm-hmm. everybody. It looks like he's going to win your defensive rookie of the year. And Slay's terrific. If they're missing Slay on the outside, that's going to be trouble. Pay close attention to that, that injury report for sure. Um, how are the Eagles going to do against that run? 
That's the question with the Dolphins every single week. Are, is your secondary healthy, and how are you going to be able to do against that run? You know, Paul mentioned it during the break, and I understand where he's coming from, where he mentioned this is the same spot as the Bills game. And I, and I get it. Bills, weren't they two-and-a-half-point favorites that week at home against the Dolphins? Eagles, two-and-a-half-point home favorites coming off a loss. Were the Bills coming off a loss? I want to say they were. Yes. Before they uh, end up smashing the Dolphins? Okay. Uh, yeah, so it is. Yeah, it is a very comparable spot. Uh, it's mm-hmm. going to be fun. Oh, for sure, for sure. One angle that stands out to me: we've got two teams coming off of buys that I think are in really advantageous spots. We've got the Steelers at as three and a half point dogs at the Rams, and the Packers are one and a half point dogs at the Broncos. Two teams coming off of buys. Rest matters more than rust. Two teams that maybe we don't think that highly of, but the competition isn't overwhelming. They're both road dogs that I feel like could win these games outright. What do you think, Joe? Um, hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was I was adjusting on a, a couple of these numbers. What, which were the two road dogs again that you liked? Packers are not plus... road dogs, though. What's that? I don't think the Packers are road dogs. They're favorites. They, they, oh, now they're favorites. Slight, okay, so that, that has favorite. since changed. Okay, yes. so yeah, there's slight favorites on the road, minus one and a half. Um, still, I, I'd probably back them in this spot. Pittsburgh one makes sense to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. Tomlin, all this extra time to prepare. Yeah, I, I get that. It, the thing with the Steelers, and I know everybody's going to focus on Pickett, and I get why you're doing that. That makes that makes sense. But the defense is going to play better. Like, let's not get caught up in the defensive numbers for the Steelers in the first five games and say this is what they are. We know that they're better than that. Sometimes you've got to take a look at it and say, okay, okay, we know what they are, and that's their identity. They're going to play better than they have so far. And it's going to be interesting. How do the Rams – go about are they going to lean heavy on the run again like they did this past week or are they going to change things up uh and and pass more because i mean they're going to be coming for stafford in that spot i would agree with you getting that hook is key not sure that that's going to be available all week uh so Mm -hmm. that's a good one packers i yeah which quarterback's worse love against russ i mean that that is a tough one to try and figure out i mean russell wilson if you look at some of the numbers, like you could make the argument that he was the worst quarterback of the week. And part of that, the matchup. I love it. But, yeah, I mean, which one do you trust? <laughs> I don't know, but going back to – I didn't realize that the Steelers have never beat the Rams. So, all time, the Steelers are 0-9 against the Rams on the road when they belong to the city of Los Angeles, so not when they were the St. Louis Rams. Now, I don't know if that motivates Mike Tomlin, but it would motivate me, that's for sure. Oh, Truth yeah. Truth or trend? Well, and, and apparently we're all big onto, uh, you know, making fun of L.A. football fans and the game will be played at SoFi. So certainly there's going to be a Steelers home field advantage on the West Coast. So let's just go back to that narrative one more time. Maybe the wrong hey, team is favored here. The Maybe. Steelers don't uh, have training camp in Oxnard, so I'll pump the brakes on that one. Well, why not? 
nice out there in uh, August. Seventy-five percent cool. Pittsburgh. Yeah. How, how is some some of these Nuggets? Like yesterday, one that I heard about a team never beating another one that I couldn't believe was how is that the Jets' first win over the Eagles ever? Like that was another it one. Really? It was wow. yes. First one in franchise Where history. Where are people getting this? Yeah, uh, I never thought about this with the Steelers and Rams either. Yeah. Wow. There's enough parody in the league where, like, the Jets would have, you know, gotten one of those. And it's not like the Eagles have been phenomenal for a really long time. Like, they've had some bad years in our lifetime. So, and the Jets have had good years in our lifetime. I, yeah. Same I, size. I, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it was actually a really good like we were uh besmirching other broadcasters earlier i think sanchez is great in the booth i think it's fantastic i think he's very good yeah he's very good yeah. never had an issue oh, yeah. with him oh yeah um, absolutely he okay. was a great quarterback whisperer too like a great mentor when he was with the cowboys during dak prescott's rookie year and then he kind of bounced around you know toward the end of here, his career he sort of yeah, he was, he was here in Chicago too, and for a little. Everyone loved him. Like we all were yeah. like, "Oh yeah, he's gonna crush it in media." Like, I yep. mean, he wasn't even good when he was with the Commanders for a second, and everyone just loved his press conferences. <laughs> that was the only good thing about yep. him, really. Oh yeah, he, he right. knew his next, uh, you know, step in his professional career, and it, and he made the most of it. So definitely, that was a great thing, Jeff. Should the Bills be favored by nine and a half at New England? Uh, yes, I, I will say yes, because will Mac Jones be the quarterback? Like, even if it's Malik Cunningham or Bailey Zappi or whomever, like, that's not going to fix anything. It, it, it's still going to be problematic. And if it's a 10 to nothing final, that means the Bills cover the number. That's a tough one. 10 to nothing. <laughs> It might be. It might be. Right. Um, 13 boy, three. You know, How about that? They get a field goal somewhere. Uh, yeah. All these injuries, it, it's going to hurt the Bills at some point. I didn't think it was going to be last night. Maybe that was a little. But they did clamp down in the red zone. Uh, the Giants mm-hmm. were 0 for 5 in the red zone. But with Tyrod and everybody on that offensive line seemingly out, I was amazed that they got to the red zone five different times last night. Mm-hmm. So will the Patriots be able to get to the red? That's a Bill's offense has some problems right now. And we saw it last night. Nope. Josh Allen didn't even throw for 200 yards. And now you're going against Belichick's defense and he knows them well. Like, mm-hmm. boy, I guess we should just bet under, huh? We it's not going to be Mac Jones, is it? What We've is said this for a month. There with- they keep no. doing it. Right. Because I actually think if it's not Mac Jones, maybe they get a boost. You know, maybe the players rally around. What, who's it I, it, I think infrastructure matters just as much as the quarterback himself. And the infrastructure is bad there right now. I mean, what is it? Mac Jones, fifth fastest average time to throw in football. And that's not good or bad, but on quick throws, Mac Jones is the lowest EPA per drop back. 15% pressure rate, which isn't entirely his fault. Some of that is the offensive line in front of him. 3.8 air yards per attempt. It's one of those things where you don't trust the receivers. The offensive line can give up some quick pressures. A new quarterback isn't going to fix those things. No. And so yesterday, 
we have all these troubles with Mac Jones and people are like, are you going to bet? You've been benching Mac Jones on a regular basis. Like this, it's an insane mm-hmm. comment, but that's what's been happening with New England. They've been benching their starting quarterback that they keep going back to on a regular basis. And they made Bailey Zappi inactive. Malik Cunningham was the, was the QB two yesterday. So right. if they're doing that yesterday, you would think that he's next in line for this week. They're trying to prepare him for the moment, or they're putting someone at QB two where you would say, well, we're not. He's not ready for that, so we're going to stick with Mac. God, he again. He was just that one inter, one interception yesterday. Was just, I'm like, where are you throwing it, man? It feels like it's getting worse. I wonder if Belichick just ruined him mentally. It's unraveling there for him. Yeah, for Mac it's, it's not good. That was a great QB class, someone, it? right? <laughs> no kidding. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we continue to look at the Week 7 board and a little postseason baseball for you. That's right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Let's start with Major League Baseball's postseason. The ALCS began last night with the Texas Rangers knocking off the Houston Astros in Game 1 of that seven-game series, 2 to nothing. Boy, Jordan Montgomery, six-plus scoreless innings, and the bullpen clamping down to shut out the Astros. Truly impressive performance to start Game 1. And now we get game two, Joe, with Nathan Evaldi on the pump going up against Framber Valdez. How do you see this playing out? Yeah, it's, you know, if the Evaldi thing. It's, are you, are you going to buy in or not? Which guy is he? We're, we're still having this conversation. Is he the guy that we saw in the second half of the year returning from injury that had his struggles or the playoff guy dominant against, against the O's, seven innings, one run allowed, Rays, six and two thirds, one run allowed, hasn't walked a batter in the playoffs so far. Um, what, 15 punch outs, no walks in his two starts. He's been awesome. Does not have an awesome history against Houston, though. That's the thing. Altuve's got to him. Bregman's got to him. If you're looking at props, I mean, Altuve, 10 for 29, five homers off of Eovaldi. Five homers for Altuve. That really pops, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to be on that one. Yeah, so that's interesting. I mean, my first thought is I I like Houston in this spot. They're a minus 120 favorite, so we're close enough to to a coin flip here. Um, Trust Valdez in the playoffs, but, hey, I've been wrong fading Ivaldi recently, so. So that's what I was thinking, too. Looking at this, I'm like, okay, if it's postseason Ivaldi, you're getting the Rangers' first five uh as dogs plus 146 is the best number in these pitchers even if you look at the regular season pretty evenly matched eovaldi his era 363 compared to valdez 345 expected era 401 compared to valdez 433 xfit 396 compared to valdez 339 so i was like maybe this is playoff eovaldi and i get the plus money first five or since they're both pretty good uh, maybe first five under, but the Altuve stuff, I may have to look at that. Wow. So, five yeah. I can't He's ignore six, that. Six to one 
to Homer Altuve. Good night. Okay. That's a nope. I'm, I'm definitely tailing that. <laughs> so. All right, there you go. Pull the trigger. We're good. You know, what's interesting to me is that the biggest concern we had for the Texas Rangers coming into the postseason in general was that bullpen was atrocious. Absolutely putrid. Putrid, I say. Second half of the season, the Rangers bullpen had an ERA of 5.01 with an XPIP of 4.42 and a fan graphs war of minus 0.3. That's not good. But in the postseason, mm-hmm. the ERA is 2.16 with a FIP of 4.1. So maybe they're due for a little bit of regression. But it's one of those things where you go, all right, do we want to look at this postseason, despite the small sample size, as being more important than an entire second half of the regular season where you're bringing in new arms and you're trying to mix and match and you're trying to figure out the right matchup, the right situation, the right tool from the tool chest, and it's not working out. I am having a hard time believing that this Rangers bullpen will continue this torrid run that they're on right now. I I really have a hard time here. And here's an opportunity to back, to back Framber Valdez, who we all agree is a fantastic pitcher here. This is not a series that I feel like the Rangers are going to sweep and then, all right, they're going to continue their winning ways. I mean, they haven't lost a game in the postseason yet. I feel like Framber Valdez can kind of right the ship, so to speak. And it's only minus 120 on the money line to back Houston here. I think you're getting some good value, not to mention as far as props go, uh, with Valdez over 14 and a half outs recorded, it's minus 155. So yeah, it's a little expensive, but for the oh. Astros to win this game, you got to expect Valdez to kind of last a little while, right? Yeah, the uh, I, I was looking at that exact thing. It, they're juicing it for a reason, so they know yeah. that that's that's probably the right side to be on that. The props for both starting pitchers are in the same neighborhood, so that's really interesting. For strikeouts, it's four and a half for both of them. For outs recorded, it's four four and a, fourteen and a half for both of them, and they are both juiced to the over. Okay, can I sell you on this one? And I know this is not how we define pitchers it's not the smart way but if you believe houston's going to get out to a lead if valdez is going to go deep in this game he is plus 270 for a win Mm. oh that's yeah so many ways i could fall apart though i know well that's why you're getting almost three to one right right and you know how i feel about pitching records but if you're looking for ways, if you think, yeah. Can, can the Astros win this game if Valdez is not on his game? It's going to be tough. It, that That's part of it is like, will this Rangers yeah. bullpen fall apart? And at some point it has to, right? It was never think, that good. And now they're, they're, they're in a year of two right now. That can't I know. last, I, right? I keep thinking about how JLC calls it a magic carpet ride, and maybe it just won't <laughs> fall apart for the Rangers, you know? Maybe. <laughs> I do like the Astros. That's tonight, the though. part that makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. That is the part that makes no sense. Uh, let's move on now to the National League Championship Series. Game one of that is tonight. And I do recall my fine feathered friend, Aaron Hawksworth, talking about a <laughs> Zach attack parlay. Well, we can't have that because oh. the Zachs are going up against each other. Zach Gallon, Zach Wheeler. Joe, what stands out to you here? 
do you like the C or do you like the CK? What do you, are you like a Collinsworth or you <laughs> remove the K? Because Wheeler's got the K. Excessive consonants. And, and Gallon only goes with the C. I don't know. All right, minus 165. That's a heavy price. I understand the notion that the Phillies are very tough to go against right now, and maybe they're on the magic carpet ride. Maybe it's just going to be the Phillies and the Rangers in the, in the fall classic. Mm. Uh, I, I understand that point. But Gallon has good history against the Phillies, got good history against a lot of teams. I mean, I'm looking at the dog guys. Plus 140. Wheeler does not have good history. Like you look at Marte and Walker and Fam, they've all gotten to Wheeler. I could see Arizona going in there with nobody giving them much of a chance or the long shot of the four teams to win the World Series, and they steal game one and shut that crowd up. I like the dog here. Ooh. I like. Ah, man, I like the dog in the other game, but I like the Phillies here. First, five minus half a run, minus 120. I just think Wheeler, and I like the CK, so he gets an edge for spelling his name right. (laughs) (laughs) His X is 354. (laughs) No, CK. I don't know. It's not C, it's not CH. Power rankings is C above the CH, is CH last? CK's number just one. The yes. C is last. Just the C is last. Because of Jack? Because of Jack Collins? <laughs> yep, he single probably in the power rankings. <laughs> this is exactly. what he did. Yeah. Special my mind. Even what though it's just the case. Oh, awful. Chris's fault. Oh, Z- oh, Z- oh yeah, there is that. Z A K. Who's Z A K? Kind of rare, right? You're gonna make me look this up. There are Z A K's out there, right? Yep, there are. Yeah, there has to mm-hmm. be. Well, anyway, while you someone, look that up, <laughs> this is this is key to the handicap. So much better. <laughs> I know. Uh, his xFIP is so much better. Expected ERA, just everywhere. I'm going Philly's first five, and I'm not going to worry about the full game. Okay. Zach Starkey, uh, apparently a musician. <laughs> There's a company. Okay, Zach, his last C-A-K. name is a lot of problems with both. Starkey? <laughs> What's wrong with Starkey? Wait, I don't wait, know. Who do we know? Who do we know that you fake. don't like with that last name? Oh, Starkey? Not- I've what never is- met one person with that last name. Isn't Joe Starkey oh. a broadcaster? Uh, I thought there I were know. maybe somewhere in Pittsburgh. Yeah, Joe Starkey. Oh, no. Come on. Play by play. Cal Bears. Forever. Oh, I knew the name. That's right. Okay. You're right. I knew I knew the name Uh, somewhere. Yeah. I, I'm really tempted to back the dog in here as well. And I I think it's because when we talk about the Phillies, I think it's for all the wrong reasons. When we look at the Diamondbacks, uh, MLB.com had this great article about one of the things that Diamondbacks hitters have done very, very well is just take more pitches, extend these plate appearances And I think especially in the postseason, that goes a long way when you're trying to get to that bullpen as soon as you can. Diamondbacks are averaging more pitches per plate appearance than any team in the postseason at 4.14. When it's the starting pitcher, it's 4.33. And also, when you look at the total here, it's seven runs in a low-scoring affair. Don't we trust the Diamondbacks more than we do the Phillies? Because 
for the Phillies to win games, it's all about the Bryce Harper home run and other guys going yard and getting extra bases, all that stuff. That's how they win their ball games, and that's fine. But if they're facing really good pitching and it is a pitcher's duel, I feel like that favors Arizona here, and that's at least what the market is telling me. Low-scoring game, mm. you know, that's the case. In terms of base running, uh, baseball reference has that great stat, XBT uh, rate in terms of uh, runners who turn singles into doubles, turn doubles into triples, things like that. Well, who's better at that than the Diamondbacks? There aren't too many ball clubs who can claim such things. True. So in that respect, as far as props go, Corbin Carroll over one and a half total bases feels like a slam dunk to me. Any concern about the Diamondbacks' bullpen? Because I, I think there's this idea, okay, Gallon's the ace. He's going deep into these games. That has not been the case. In the playoffs, he's gone five and a third. He's gone six innings. If you look at the last month, he was going five or six on a regular basis. So if you are going full game, that is certainly something that you want to consider. Only four strikeouts in each of his two postseason starts this year because he's not going deep in these games. And the number's four and a half. I'd I'd have to imagine before even looking at anything, people are looking at that over like, oh, I don't care about the juice. It's Zach Gallon. He's going over four mm-hmm. and a half. It'll be fine. Well, he hasn't gotten mm-hmm. there so far in the playoffs. So just, just consider that. Oh man, you know, come on. If I like the Diamondbacks, Gallon plus three forty for a win <laughs> might <laughs> might have to hit you the are on this. It's the new market wins today. The price, though, I'm just saying, if I like a team, uh, I have to look at the price. But yeah, he's not going to go deep in games, so I don't know. He did get a win in uh, in the was it the Brewers game? Yeah, he did there. Mm But anyways, Ed, you were talking about Phillies players and some type of heroics. Harper does not have a home run versus Gallon, but guess who does? Trey Turner, and he's plus four. I looked at that too. I looked at that too. <laughs> I'm not going to pull the trigger, but I suspect somebody on this glorious panel will. So I will not blame you there. But I, I think Trey Turner probably keeps this game close. But if it's a low scoring affair, that has to favor the Diamondbacks in some ways. So. Some prop that you like or an under some. Yeah, I think that's probably the, the best way to kind of bet this. So uh, Schwarber. Shall we talk a Schwarber little football here real fast? Because yeah. uh, when it comes to our conversation with Jason Locken for earlier in the show, by the way, if you didn't get to it, please check out our podcast. <laughs> one of the things that I did uh, during our breaks was I wanted to look at one of the points he made concerning the best and worst red zone offenses and the best and worst red zone defenses. And maybe that's something we should look into going forward. Now I get red zone play can be less sticky than overall offense and defense, But at the same time, if there's something to your game plan, something to your attack that just isn't going to work, then maybe there's something to that. And so worst offenses in the red zone belong to the Giants, Jets, and Steelers. The best defenses, though, I think is really interesting. The Bucs, the Ravens, the Titans, the Bills, and the Jets. I wonder if maybe those are defenses we should be looking to and hammering those unders, Joe. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Yeah, so I'm thinking about the offenses too. Tennessee, you've got a quarterback situation. Tannehill leaves with an injury. We'll see. It's going to be Malik Willis. It's going to be Will Levis. Mm-hmm. At some point, uh, Baker will came back lose down. that quarterback battle, by the way. I don't know, man. They it's probably the old <laughs> coachy coach thing. You're not quite ready, you've got to sit for a year or a half a year. We'll see what happens there. Um, the, the, the quarterback play on these teams that you just mentioned, too, is worth noting. So, should we go under as well? We're talking about maybe a backup with the Titans, definitely a backup with Zach Wilson. Uh, Baker brought back down to earth yesterday. So, yeah, when you couple poor quarterback play with good red zone defenses, maybe we should be looking at unders. What do you make of these reports that Aaron Rodgers is on a mission to play this season? Is that giving going to carry this team? Is this is this actually in play? Aaron Rodgers says all sorts of weird and wacky things. What makes this any different? So he was making throws in pregame. Pre-game warm-ups he was throwing. He's talking to Peter oh, King about how he's going to play this season. I don't know. Something to keep an eye on. Well, I know he's going to continue to get paid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our lightning bets, our favorite plays for the night. That's right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM.
Welcome back to Becky Well Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you, and we will get to our lightning bets in just a bit. But first, every Friday we give five of our favorite bets for the NFL weekend, and we've now divided this up into quarters because apparently, uh, what, we had people take off in the first quarter, or we just didn't organize it, or whatever reason. Uh, we're only doing this by quarters. And so through two weeks in the second quarter, boy, that sounds esoteric, uh, Aaron Hawksworth leads the way with her bets at seven and three. That's her record. Followed by Joe at one bet back, Paul at two bets back, and apparently I'm at last place at four and six. But in all fairness, in all fairness, I'm four six. anyways, and <laughs> in, in all fairness, I do give plus money bangers on this show, and that there should be accounted for. I had two That's plus right. money bangers. In my top five bets. You well, guys want to keep not. units? You go right ahead. I, I'm doing the bare <laughs> minimum for this. <laughs> we pay, I mean, pay you for it, Paul. Wait, what oh plus money gosh. bangers did you have, Aaron? Um, <laughs> I had Stroud, interception. Yeah, those were both plus money bets. Okay. Kenneth Walker, anytime touchdown, and Stroud, interception. That was so easy, the Walker one. Mm-hmm. And it I mean, was it plus was so money. Odd. No, I know. Wow. I, yeah, I bet it too. Hey, you, if you bet it, easy bets, <laughs> as long as it is. It makes, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so fun when you do a bet like that. That thing hit like, felt like five minutes into the game. It's like, yes, already right. in the house. Yeah. yeah. It was like it, plus no 110. It wasn't like a long shot plus money banger. Use that yeah, term I'm, just, I'm not like Paul where I have to sweat on every bet just to feel something. Like, I'm fine having you my know, bet in the house five minutes in. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes slow action Aspen, you know? God, no, it's public poly. <laughs> well, there, there's two sides, like angel and devil, right? One on each shoulder. Okay. All right. We got a Fine. deep V on today. What kind of shirt? You Let me see. <laughs> Hold up. Hold Not up. That deep. Put... Wait, is that a is that a button or a deep V? What is it? What's going on it's there? A... Oh, oh, that was deep. That was a. <laughs> that was we're, a choice. We're going to the nineteen seventies disco vibe with hair like flying everywhere. I'm gonna show oh, you guys something. You Where's guys... the gold chain, Polly? Hey, Polly. Yeah, public Polly. You got <laughs> no, a little no. chain with two P's on it. <laughs> oh, I will say, the Aspen DV is a thing. There was like a whole thing at the wedding where like everyone's like, all right, it's time for the Aspen. And there was like a deep V sort of thing going on. Oh, but yeah, it's kind of a story. Is this but your dad? Apparently, your brother? apparently I did. No, apparently I oh, did. did. Like, you know, it was kind of like, yeah, like years ago in the CSN Chicago days. Maybe it was the Houston days, to be honest. It was hot down there. You know, you need to like, air things out a little bit. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> the V stands for ventilation. I've got a lot of things it could stand for. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, if you got the lettuce, oh. show it off a little bit. Joe, you probably don't know anything about that. <laughs> no, I Man. don't have chest hair. I, yeah, I no shot. Not having much, I prefer not having much chest hair. That's, Jake knows. Okay. Jake gets it. We've seen Jake's both pictures. That's next level. I don't know if you needed to phrase it like that, but okay. There's a nice way to say that, Paul. Thank you. It's a compliment. It's a compliment. Jake, are you a grizzly? Like, is this uh, is this oh, something yeah. people hunt you in the oh, wild? Yeah. Look at his yeah, arms. 
<laughs> you scroll you scroll back far enough on Twitter, you'll you'll see it. Oh boy. <laughs> on, really you follow me on Instagram. He's, he's a bad Yeah, I do. All right, so that's easy. Okay. Easy, well, Joe. <laughs> Joseph. Joseph. <laughs> what does what? that mean? All right. Uh lightning bets now. Uh mention these baseball plays earlier, but they bear repeating. Corbin Carroll over one and a half total bases, and then Framber Valdez over 14 and a half outs recorded. I know it's a little pricey, but you got to believe the Astros want to preserve that bullpen as much as they can. So even if he gets in a little bit of trouble, I think uh, he'll last a little while. And then for Monday Night Football, CeeDee Lamb over 25 and a half yards for his longest reception. Maybe a lot of yak involved getting there, but I do think against this Chargers defense, CeeDee Lamb could go off. So this is probably a wide receiver game for this Cowboys attack. So I like him to have uh, at least one big reception. And I'm fading the public here, Paulie. Jake Ferguson under three and a half receptions. I know everybody loves for him to get at least four here, but I think this is a wide receiver game for the Cowboys for better or for worse, Joe. All right. Uh, very good. As far as Major League Baseball today, remember, there is an afternoon game. Sides I like, which probably means you want to fade the sides based on how things have gone for me in the playoffs. Houston, minus 120. Arizona, plus 140. couple props I like. I've got to go with Altuve here with the history. you got to take a shot on the 6-1 to one to hit, an, hit a home run here. If you want to go total bases, plus 140 is a pretty good price as well. And on the D-back side, hmm, let's go. Uh, you could find a half total base, but you got to lay a ton of juice. So I'll go with wa- uh, Walker over one and a half at plus 165. Great history against Wheeler. Nine for 17, four extra base hits. So uh, he should be able to get a couple of total bases in that matchup. Far as tonight goes, hmm, Parham, anytime touchdown. See, scoring a touchdown in half the games. He's six to one there. So if you want to put a little something on the first touchdown at 23 to one, don't have an issue there. And let's see, Herbert over one and a half passing touchdowns in this game. As long as you could find a decent price where the juice isn't too much. And um, I'll throw one more Joshua Palmer. This number's too short. 46 and a half receiving yards. No, he's out there for nearly 100% of the snaps now with Mike Williams out. Uh, He's going to get plenty of looks. So over 46 and a half. Okay, I like that. So with Mike Williams out, I'm with you on the Josh Palmer. So I'm going to fade Quentin Johnston and go under 30 and a half. He hasn't come really anywhere near that if you look at his game Mm -hmm. log. So unless something changes and he gets all the volume, then I'll totally miss on this bet. But I like it. (laughs) Under 30 and a half receiving at minus 110. Uh, I'm going to go the other way. Dak over one and a half passing touchdowns. I think this will be, it's very off brand for me to, uh, you know, endorse Dak in any kind of way. But I think this is kind of how it'll go against this Chargers defense. I think Dak will have a nice game tonight. Trey Turner has a home run in his career versus Zach Gallen. He's plus 440 to hit one tonight. So just for funsies, Trey Turner home run, Paul. All right, Aaron, we are mortal enemies tonight. Palmer's a little banged up. Mike Williams is gone. Coming out of a bye, let's get the Rook involved. Quentin Johnson over 30 and a half uh, receiving yards and a first touchdown at 22 to 1. No better time than now. If you're Kellen Moore, 
you're like, huh, you know what? Our buy's kind of early. Got this game circled. Maybe I won't show Dan Quinn, my old buddy, anything on tape except for my secret weapon, and then I'll break it out on him in week five. That's Quentin Johnston. Quentin mm. Johnston, big game tonight. Okay. Or at least over 30 and a half. Really? And first touchdown, 22 to one. I just think wow. with the Palmer Paul banged Lynn. up a little bit. Yeah. Paul. Oh, we play the ladders, another coward. one. Paul in. Okay. Paul, Maybe Paul I will. Well, dude, how many <laughs> things are we going to come up with? We got wow. like, to stick with a couple Paul of them, right? Paul in. Yeah. A Paul you in. You guys figure bet. that out. As opposed I'm to Paul we'll Lind. go whatever direction. Oh. Um, and then, all right, Ed, you brought up Cowboys receivers. Gallup or or Cooks? If we want to go for a longer shot on a touchdown. Oh, Cooks. Cooks? I would say Cooks. Because it's about even. Yes. Target share is about even. Especially red zone target share is about even. Truck driving mm-hmm. by. Cooks? Yeah, the truck is saying <laughs> Cooks. <laughs> Okay. It's plastered right, on Gallup, the side. So, it says, great. take cooks. Yes. And it's not All a right, well, dental advertisement. Public Polly already went Paul in on Michael Gallup. So uh, I, I guessed wrong. But <laughs> 20 to 1 first touchdown. <laughs> what is uh, Where are we going with this? <laughs> uh, so I'm on Gallup. I, I just wanted some confirmation bias. It did not go well. Jake? Uh, that's, yeah. Well, everyone. All right, uh, I'll go down. Uh, I'll be opposite literally all of you here. I'm taking the Rangers on the money line. I think that Eovaldi might just be in God mode, and it might just not matter. Like, it just might be one of those things in baseball where no matter what the numbers say, like, he just might be in one of those modes, and we've seen the stretch of dominance from him before. He's capable of it. He just might be on one of those runs. So I'll take the Rangers on the money line, and my beautiful baby boy, Evan Carter. Shout out that guy. God, he's the best. He's so good. Anyway, uh, for the late game, though, uh, I don't really know what to do as far as a money line or a side or anything. So I'm going to go a couple props. I'm going to take Tommy Pham, two-plus total bases, plus 155 in MGM. Has good history versus Wheeler and had a really good division series. Hit a home run, went 6 or 14. So I like backing him there. And then does anyone know what today is other than Monday, October 16th? The day before Tuesday. Is. is it a It is the day before Tuesday. Happy birthday to one Bryce Harper. Home oh, run is plus four seventy five. And oh, I love is, these narratives. and is four for thirteen in his career versus Zach Gallon. No extra base hits. But speaking of people that are just in God mode, we all know what happened in the division series. Bryce, home run plus four seventy five, best price out there. Two Last week when he had two two homers, I saw some people that hit thirty four to one on that two plus <laughs> two homers. Yeah. That's insane. What did he do on his birthday last year? <laughs> I, I need some birthday stats. Who has the best birthday stats in baseball? Exactly. Barry I'm going to need to do a deep know. dive on birthday trends. <laughs> Probably. Right. You have 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me know how that goes. Look up every player yeah. and how they did on yes. their birthday. <laughs> right. And you have 30 seconds to knock this out. Best of luck. Feels like a July bit. Let's, yeah, let's right. be sharper. That's the next one. <laughs> Birthdays. Birthday trends. <laughs> birthday trends. Yeah, birthday trends. We get that done by Never, tomorrow. That- Never yeah, lost a bet on my birthday. Well, that's good. <laughs> I'm happy for you. That's a lie. It's like not. 
going to say that right. Oh, man. Thanks for watching and listening to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. For those listening, next up is Jim Rome. For those watching on Twitch and YouTube, stay tuned for the Daily Tip. Take care, everybody.